1: Tune in for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: Whether you're driving to work or doing laundry, Crime on Tap will be sure to fulfill your true crime fix each week.
1: And now, buckle up for this week's episode. Listen and enjoy. Oh, we're
0: back. Yeah. It snuck (laughs) up on you.
1: Oh, it did. I mean, it came up quick this week. We got so many things going on. I can't keep track of the days anymore.
0: I know. This is an early week. Usually we do it like late and then we have to rush to edit, but um, we're both busy. I was busy last week. Sean's busy this week. So we're getting in a little Tuesday night action. That's
1: right. And uh, it'll be good for you because then it'll give you more time to edit it. Even though if I were you, I would definitely wait till the last minute.
0: I was going to say, oh, more time to procrastinate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just more time to procrastinate. I kind of like it when we do it on like a Saturday because then I'm like, well, Sunday's booked because I got to procrastinate all day and then do the podcast.
0: Yeah, like my plans are made for me. Great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But already, Megan, we thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of Crime on Tap. We really do appreciate you guys being here. Our loyal, 10 unique listeners every week over there on Spotify, Apple, Megan.
0: Podbean. Podbean.
1: Thank you guys on Podbean for sharing your support. (laughs) Now, I am a little disappointed in our listeners. I did mention the polls, and poll closed, and there was only one vote, and it was me. So... (laughs) Guys, get out there, get Mm -hmm. voting on the polls. We really want to get you guys more involved into the polls and with the podcast. So maybe next week we'll have a little (laughs) result of the poll. But again, just putting it out there, poll at the bottom of the Spotify description. Go ahead and vote. It'll take you one second.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you guys just don't know about it. So, like just Mm -hmm. letting you know.
1: Yep. Just like anchor, like you guys know about anchor by this point. You'll learn quick about the polls.
0: Yes. And we just like <laughs> to see that engagement and see that people are listening and intrigued and Yes. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, Megan, I wanted to get a little update on your weekend because you mentioned to everybody that you're going on a little retreat
0: mm-hmm. to the
1: to the lake. So how'd it go? What was the update?
0: It was so much fun. I am like so exhausted. So if I'm not like upbeat, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like Friday was like the big party night. And okay. I've been recovering since. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God.
0: Like, nothing crazy. Like, there wasn't, like, spewing vomit or anything. But just, like, you know, when a group of women get together, there's no men to hold us back. So, we just go hog wild. It was so funny. We started, (laughs) like, we got there, like, Friday late morning. And we're going to have a photo shoot um, for the salon website. So, we had a little brunch, had a little momo. And there there was a balloon sign that said, let's brunch. And it's like, so cute. Oh, that's cute. The photos were done. We like got into like tank tops and little sleep shorts <laughs> and the sign went from let's brunch to let's burn. <laughs> and it was like our eyes roll back in our heads and we were like bewitched and we just went <laughs> freaking wild and drinks were flying, you know, wow. like, Karaoke, dancing. those Yeah, so it was a lot of fun, but... Um, fun?
1: Was it that warm to be wearing a tank top and shorties?
0: Well, when you dance in all night.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I guess when you're a witch, like, you don't really feel the temperature.
0: Yeah, right. When you're <laughs> possessed by the devil.
1: I love um, that little foreshadowing you're doing.
0: Oh, yeah, you caught that.
1: Yeah, I caught that.
0: <laughs> and so, like, Saturday, pretty much everyone just, like, slept and, like, hung around. <laughs> And I saw Pretty Woman for the first time, which I cannot believe that was the first time I saw it. That was such a good movie. Yeah. Julia Roberts and Richard Gere.
1: Oh, Queen Julia.
0: Yeah. So we were like watching like, you know, rom coms and napping and stuff and (laughs) and I didn't drink at all. And then we left Sunday morning. And of course we rounded out the girls' trip with a trip to Costco.
1: Of course.
0: I'm still so tired. I don't know why. That
1: Friday really did you in.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know how people go all weekend or even two nights in a row. I just, I can't.
1: I know. I just don't. I think it's because like we don't do it as much anymore. So like when we do go hard, it hits us hard. It takes a little bit to recover. But yeah, because in college, like we could do that every night and just bounce back. And it was normal. Mm -hmm. You know, our bodies were adjusted to it. But now it's like one white claw, I'm going to bed.
0: Yeah, right? It's like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to get up in the morning.
1: <laughs> right? Well, fun. I'm glad you had a good little retreat. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see the photos.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. I hope she edits them well so I look good.
1: Yeah, put on a little filter, a little face yeah. tune.
0: Yeah, a little face <laughs> tune. <laughs>
1: well good i'm glad you're not rested at all for the podcast
0: no you guys are getting me at a half tank
1: (laughs) yeah but i'm glad you're still here for the spooky season because we got to round out the last week of october for our for our listeners
0: Mm -hmm. oh so what are you drinking i just saw you take a little sippy sip
1: oh so i got a little coffee because i still have a lot to do after recording the podcast and then see a little pick me up for um the rest the rest of the day before my big trip this week, we're going to Minnesota to visit some family, and where I check the forecast is going to be high forties every day.
0: ooh, so you, you pack mm-hmm. your little sweaters.
1: yep, we got my little sweaters packed, we got some jackets packed, uh, no shorts, wool socks only. Mm-hmm. um so I think I'm ready. I'm ready for this week, but yep, I got a coffee today. just get me through the the last bit of the day before I have to get on a plane tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. You're not like an old snowbird. Like, you are not well in the in the cold.
1: Oh, yeah. And I don't know how much my vitamin D3 is going to do for me. My depression might hit hard this week. Oh. But that'll be good. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you drinking? I'm assuming, don't tell me, it's a polar.
0: <gasps> How'd <did> you know <gasps> I popped myself a polar? I knew
1: it. You were waiting all weekend to get back to drink a polar on the podcast. I knew it.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got my raspberry <laughs> pink lemonade.
1: Oh, that you're you still finishing off your like polar teas or whatever.
0: Yeah, my seltzer aids. They're. <laughs> <laughs> how was your tennis journey?
1: Well, Megan, I know last week we had a big thing about my tennis journey mm-hmm. and how like we did that. Thing and like we made the playoffs, so we had our match. The semifinal match was on Saturday, and we won.
0: <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> You're like we're just gonna throw our hat in the ring, see what happens. We we're won again. Lose. I'm oh my like God! Sh-
1: shook. I mean, we came in there, the fourth seed, playing the number one seed, and we came in there and made that core hours.
0: Okay, not to be rude, but like. Was everyone else having a hard day?
1: <laughs> well, you know, we don't really know what happened <laughs> because we haven't played in two months. We haven't talked in two months. The first time I saw her is when she got in my car driving to the match. And I'm like, so what are we doing today? She said, I don't know. I guess we're going to play some tennis. So
0: <laughs> what an underdog story. <laughs> right.
1: So we went out there, we competed our asses off and we came out superior. And so you won the veto. We won the power of veto. <laughs> um, we took ourselves off the block and into the finals. Oh my god, yes, yeah. So uh, we don't know who our opponent is for the finals, but um, yeah, we really did that. I mean, we came in here with no experience playing together, six years off from playing tennis, and here we are in the finals. It's a true underdog story. What's that movie with the football players? Little Giants. We're like the <gasps> Little Giants.
0: Oh my god, I love that movie. Are they going to say some stupid movie like Remember the Titans or something? No, Little Giants is the only sports movie I will watch. <laughs> yes.
1: So I don't know when we're going to play again, but I mean, I'll keep you guys updated. We're definitely not communicating anymore. We're not practicing together before the finals. We're just going in how we did last time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just that's just how we do it. We just wing it.
0: You guys decided that it works well the first time. You're going to do it the
1: second time. Yep. Just go back after the same way. Mm -hmm. Love (laughs) it. Yep. That's my little tennis update. My tennis Mm -hmm. journey. So like after the finals, guys, I don't know how many more updates I'm going to have because I don't know if I'm going to be playing anymore. (laughs) Uh, Oh,
0: after you win the big championship, you're going to hang up your hat again. Hang up your racket.
1: You got to go out, you know, win it and then retire. That's how they do it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We're like Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and did
0: not have a good note. (laughs) Speaking of journeys, I have some hot topics.
1: Ooh, okay. I got some hot topics too.
0: Okay, so my first is, this is just a little teeny weeny update. I don't really have any, this was like as of like three hours ago, four hours ago. So there isn't a lot of info, but it's the Gabby Petito case. Um,
1: (gasps) Oh my God, like I don't know anything about that.
0: You're shaking. (laughs) I see you shaking. (laughs) In anticipation. <laughs> so it has become known that the coroner that released the, who like did the autopsy and released the results of the autopsy, uh, Gabby's death by strangulation has resigned from the hospital.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Like, what does it say? Are they being threatened? Yeah. Is there an inside job going on? What's happening? I mean,
1: he gave the people when he wanted, you know, we got the best news for the cause of death
0: and then he just like mic dropped like i'm bye
1: maybe it was like too high profile like he can't handle it no more
0: yeah he's like i don't i did not i'm a corner i did not plan to be in the spotlight
1: <laughs> i also got a tmz update today saying that there is a brian laundry sighting out in florida but that was just the headline take it for how it is i didn't read the article i don't know what's going on I just saw that. I'm just leaving it here.
0: I know a few days ago they arrested a guy that looked like Brian Laundrie and he's like, it's not me. And they just arrested this random guy that looks like him. I feel like they're so bad at their job. Like, I feel like the real Brian Laundry could just like put on a hat and sunglasses and they're like, we can't find him. He's gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, with dog off the case. I mean, what hope do we have in humanity?
0: Yeah, I hope his ankle's healing well.
1: I know. Prayers for dog. Get the prayer squad on it.
0: okay and then my next update it's not really something that we've been talking about but it's a little interesting thing that i found that kind of relates to our potty Uh that there's been this year a record amount of homicides in portland oregon so they've had 67 homicides already this year as of october already passing the current record of 66 in 1987 and
1: what was going on in 87 damn
0: i don't there must have been a serial killer we know serial killers are big <laughs> yeah okay.
1: right they were big back in the 80s
0: so there's a couple of more like interesting statistics so nationally homicides have increased by 30 percent from 2019 to 2020 probably because people are like we're crazy right yeah so, however in portland it's gone up by 83 percent wow compared to the national average of 30 percent
1: that today's inflation
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's I mean, how it I feels like, I like to see some wage inflation at 83%
1: <laughs> yeah right
0: and so most are saying it's attributed to the rise of gangs in Portland so like people getting caught in the crossfire and they're saying people from vigils mourning to children playing in the park have been killed in the crossfire of gang violence this that's year that's so sad you know.
1: like can the gangs just like shoot around the children <laughs> Can they just not do it in front of a child?
0: I know. Why can't just like go in an empty parking lot? Like why you gotta be at a park? I know? know,
1: like text them and be like, meet here for like our battle. I don't know, like what do they talk? Like, is this like a Pokemon battle? Meet in the parking <laughs> lot. Pikachu. They gotta be at their
0: Poke Stadium.
1: Yeah. Like why do they gotta pop up at like civilian locations?
0: Well, and a lot of it is just, like, they're driving by, like, you know, sending a message or whatever. But there's, like, other people at parks. There's other people at these locations. Like, Yeah. No
1: respect.
0: Mm -mm. So maybe one of our next cases will take place in Portland, Oregon with all these murders.
1: Well, actually, wasn't Portland one of the big states that were doing the, like, defund the police and, like, the portions of the city were, like, sectioned off where the police couldn't even enter?
0: That doesn't surprise me because the crime rate in... The major city near me, Burlington, they've defunded the police and it's it's gone absolutely out of control. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They're just not enough people to do anything about it. Like there's this homeless community in front of like the city hall steps, and people are just dragging out mattresses and um, copulating on it in broad daylight in the middle of the street. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh my
1: God.
0: Like people are bringing weapons onto the city bus. Like it's just it's out of control, and it's because of the police defunded
1: wow and oh also i'm pretty sure it's also because of the vaccine mandates there's a lot of police forces that are losing like 10 to 15 percent of the police force which is only going to increase response times also increase crime rates but i don't know there's probably a lot of factors that are contributing to it and a lot of different opinions on both sides <laughs> as to why it's increasing <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, but, I'm not saying I love the cops, but I'm saying there's got to be a way to, you know, meet in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like a Pokemon battle. Like, just settle it, like, like men.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like men in, in the Pokey ring.
1: Just settle like Ash Ketchum.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you got to catch them all. Catch all the criminals.
1: Oh my god, I had the biggest crush on Brock. Do you remember Brock?
0: Yes, I remember Brock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my sexual awakening.
0: It was Brock.
1: (laughs) Him and those rock types. Mm.
0: Mm, So strong and (laughs) handsome.
1: Mm, Gia, dude.
0: All
1: right. Moving along from the violence, something a little bit lighter. Mm -hmm. I know you guys are also as interested in this as I am. Dancing with the Stars. I thought I'd give a little update on the current people who are left I mean, it's really no shock. Um, You know how I feel about the show. It's rigged, but whatever. But I was going to give a little update to tell you guys who's eliminated and who's still there. And yeah, so there is only one shock that I saw on this list. Now, granted, I don't watch the show. I'm just on Wikipedia looking at the stats. (laughs) (laughs) But first voted off was Martin Cove. He is like 70 years old, an actor from like the freaking 70s. He was voted off first. Are you shocked? I'm not shocked, Megan.
0: He probably no, would have blown then. a hip if he'd stayed more than one week.
1: Yeah. Second voted off was Christine Chu. And I don't know nothing about her, but I'm looking at her bio. And she has no dance history. So I'm not shocked there. The next is Brian Austin Green, which she was an American actor. And he also starred on... The show Terminator, which maybe as an actor, you have some dancing skills, but maybe he just didn't, you know?
0: Isn't he Megan Fox's soon-to-be ex-husband? Oh, is that who that is? I think that's who that is. I mean, we all know who she's with now, Machine Gun Kelly, but...
1: Oh, I mean, you can't miss it. (laughs) It's all over. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's disgusting. Next, we have Matt James, who was one of which he was the first African-American bachelor. He probably got no rhythm. Um... (laughs) And then here's the shocker. Last week, Melanie C was voted off. Sporty Spice.
0: Oh, my God. She lost her moves?
1: I guess so. Like, I don't know if she's just getting older or what. But, yeah, she was recently voted off. So just so you know who's remaining, JoJo Siwa. She just got yeah. a perfect score last week. You know, <laughs> the mm-hmm. winner. Cody Rigsby. Did you hear about this little scandal thing? Cody Rigsby and his partner Mm-mm. had COVID. And uh-huh. they were... Instead of, like, eliminating them, they both did their routines virtually from home. Hmm. Like, how's that fair?
0: That doesn't seem fair. No. <laughs>
1: right? Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, the old geezer could do that, too, and be still in the competition with some pity, you know, some sympathy for saying COVID. Miss Kenya Moore is there. I love her. I watched her on The on the Apprentice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Suni Lee, the gymnast. Olivia Jade, who's... She's a good dancer. And then there's also this other lady that was on broadway so which her name was melora harden so i mean it's at this point it's just like which of the dancers is (laughs) going to win
0: when when are they going to give jojo her crown
1: yeah basically because she's got a perfect score so i mean i won't be shocked if she wins but also another update i wanted to give you guys because you know olivia jade is like a One of our top people on this podcast, we love talking about her, her controversies. She has a new podcast coming out. It's called Conversations with Olivia Jade. Because she says, you don't know everyone's story, you need to have a conversation first.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Brilliant. You don't
1: know everyone's story or what happened, you need to have a conversation.
0: All I know is that you, you privileged... I yeah. feel like that's enough. That's all I need to know about you. I mean, superpower. how
1: about you get your uh, your rowing coach on there?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> how about we get the yeah. president of USC?
0: Hmm. Why, why don't we get all the members of the crew team that actually worked hard to get there? Why don't we get them on your podcast?
1: Yeah. Why don't we have a conversation with them and how hard it is actually to make the team? <laughs> Let's have a conversation about your white privilege.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, it's so easy to tear her down. Like, why does she keep trying? Like, girl, I know she's like...
1: really trying to come back. I'm thinking she got a new manager. I'm going to look into it a little bit more. I'm going to figure out who her manager was before and who he is now because now she's just like everywhere. She's trying to like put herself out there again. And she's like, I deserve a
0: second chance. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but she's not even interesting enough to have gotten her first chance.
1: I know. And then I'll find
0: her interesting.
1: Also controversy with her, which you brought up to me as well today. Oh yeah. Is that there's like rumors that she is hooking up with her dance partner, Val, on uh, Dancing with the Stars. And did you look into it more?
0: All I saw was her quote was like I'm we're just really good friends and I love his wife. And I'm like, Oh, so Teresa. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is funny because like his wife is also a coach on the show. So oh she's dancing with Jojo. Oh. Yeah so olivia came out was like um i saw them i saw this these articles being put out about me so i wanted to squash the rumors asap we're not hooking up we're here to dance we're here to win Mm -hmm. so that's what she has to say about it but i don't know you watch them dance you see these photos of them they're getting pretty intimate Mm -hmm. (laughs) val says he loves like he's in love with dancing so it's not his fault that he shows his love for dancing like, when he's getting, like, close to Olivia on the dance floor.
0: Yeah, he's just looking at her eyes and just thinking, ah, oh, foxtrot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the foxtrot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's mm. it for Hot Topics this week. We hope you guys enjoyed our Olivia Jade rant. I mean, I can go all day about her, but I guess we'll end it for now.
0: Yeah, I mean, we already had a whole episode, pretty much. But always, <laughs> we can always go for round two, whatever. Well, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But already, Megan, if you got nothing left to say, how about we get right into the party? Alrighty, you guys. So, in with a spooky spirit, we wanted to save this podcast for the last week of October, the last of our spooky season. I don't know what next season's going to bring. Maybe we just continue the spooky season. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) I don't know if you knew, but like, this is my favorite time of year.
0: That's the first I heard, actually.
1: Oh, actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But today on the podcast, we're going to be giving a little synopsis of the Salem Witch Trials, which is honestly really close to home. I'm about 20 minutes from Salem, Massachusetts, where all these events took place, so... I love when we say we're, like, close to home.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to make it relevant.
1: <laughs> I know, because, I mean, y'all out there in Portland, Oregon, you're surviving shootings, and you don't even know what living on the East Coast is like. So no. when we say close to home, you know, we get to brag a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: alrighty, So we're going to get down and dirty with the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> I personally love the Witch Trials. I remember in high school, we read The Crucible. Well, I didn't read it. Um, it was read to us.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, I spark noted it.
1: <laughs> I definitely did a little spark notes for it as well. Megan, do you remember our little trip that we took the four of us to Salem that one year? Yes. That was so much fun. It was so mm-hmm. busy, but it was so much fun.
0: Yeah, we learned a lot. Yeah. About, so we went to like the houses and stuff. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> and we went museum. to the witch museum. museum. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But alrighty. so let's dive right into okay. it. So, beginning in 1692, when Christopher Columbus stole America, <laughs>
0: <laughs> very nice, very nice.
1: <laughs> Is that the rhyme? I can't remember.
0: Oh, yeah. Listen up, listen up.
1: <laughs> um, no. So in this so I didn't realize how short of a time period like this all happened in the span of one year, not even one year, like less than a year.
0: It went like, from the spring to it was what uh, it was the it was the beginning of October.
1: Yeah. So not very long. When I was looking into it, I was like, wow, I thought this was definitely like a little bit like not in the 1600s. (laughs) Like, I don't understand how we still have like data. You know, how is this accurate? I don't get that. Mm -hmm. Like the Bible, I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Bible who? (laughs) Well, a lot of it, I feel like because they kept so many records, because it was this huge thing that they had to like say sorry to all the families involved that they probably kept a lot of records.
1: True. And I guess um, there was a lot of court proceedings, so there has to be documentation and history of that too. But alrighty, so starting in the spring of 1692, we are set in a small, quaint village of Salem. It's called Salem Village, Mass., which is really funny because now, today, it's not called that anymore. It's actually called Danvers, Massachusetts, which is also really funny because. One of my favorite thrift stores is in Danvers, <laughs> Massachusetts.
0: <laughs> it's because it's possessed. It's and so I good. Just,
1: I know. I just learned of that today. So I'm like, wow, that's really
0: funny. So does that mean all the, pl- all the touristy places in Salem, Massachusetts are a lie?
1: I don't know. I'll, what I know is that the Salem village was a more like third world country. And then they called it Salem town, which is where Salem is today. Salem Town was, like, the more uppity
0: um,
1: part of Salem, I guess. Um, Oh, and, like,
0: Salem Village was, like, the hillbilly folk?
1: Yep, where there was, like, a lot of paranoia. You know, they were jealous of Salem Town um, and everything that they had, and they were just kind of, like, roughing it in the village. Mm -hmm. So we start in Salem Village, Massachusetts, where a group of young girls were accused of witchcraft.
0: So there was a bunch of hysteria going on about witchcraft and i feel like what really boiled down to was i want to say we but i guess like our ancestors from england came to america for to practice their religion Mm -hmm. and it was very puritan black and white yeah fun is sin and suffering is godliness and like that sort of thing so i feel like it was very rigid and suffocating and probably Mm -hmm. even more so in the village because like we see now like urban areas are more open-minded they're more liberal like that sort of thing while out Mm -hmm. in the country people are much more godly and and all that sort of stuff so i feel like that probably played into it too that's yeah more than 150 women were accused and a few men Okay, so it's all started in January of sixteen ninety
1: two. I think that's where we should have started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, start there.
0: And it had to do with Betty Paris and Abigail Williams, the daughter and the niece of the minister. So what like, a
1: scandal. <laughs> like I would have loved to be in that drama.
0: Like uh, <laughs> scandal.
1: Right? Yeah, these two girls began having fits and violent contortions and were screaming uncontrollably. I vividly remember watching The Crucible in school, and I remember the, like the uncontrollable fits and like mm-hmm. spasms they were having on the ground. And I was like, "This can't be real."
0: <laughs> like, think The Exorcist.
1: Yeah, basically that. And then upon investigation by a local doctor, Mister William Griggs, he diagnosed them with bewitchment. Which these these witches. <laughs> I wanted to say the B word, but I said witches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These witches were little, like, little liars.
0: Yeah, a little conniving, a little little devious. A
1: little devious, you know?
0: Yeah, so they, like, the little privileged white girls they are, Mm -hmm. they blamed their bewitchment on their slave, Tibichua.
1: (laughs) Wait, I thought it was Tituba.
0: Tituba, yeah, I was looking at you because I noticed that. Okay, so Tituba. (laughs)
1: Tituba. (laughs) Tituba.
0: tituba 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 if i said it right it'd be very it'd be very pretty neat tituba yeah she was from barbados and they blamed it on her like she brought her scary voodoo magic from the islands yeah. and you know being a slave and a black woman they're like oh yeah of course that makes sense
1: yeah you know? i mean it's easy to blame her right I mean, being privileged and being the minister's daughter and niece i mean they could really say whatever they wanted to get out of this
0: Right. And, you know, they have to, oh, protect these girls. Yeah. Oh, and they also accuse two other women, a homeless beggar named Sarah Good and an elderly woman named Sarah Osborne.
1: Like um, the Sarahs are <laughs> <were> going down.
0: <laughs> I know. Something I noticed about this is that everyone has the same name or a variation. Like we have mm-hmm. Abigail Williams, William Griggs, Sarah Osborne. <laughs> you know, it's just like. But they're all different people.
1: <laughs> That's because they're all just like messing around with each other.
0: <laughs> well, and they to have like Bible names, so there's only so many you could. That's true have. too. Yeah. And so, so of course they accuse you know people that are deemed lesser than them yeah. or whatever by society, whatever. A slave, a, lot, a
1: homeless woman, and an elderly woman.
0: <laughs> an old defenseless woman. Yeah. <laughs> so something I always thought was interesting was that there's speculation that the reason why the the two girls did this was partly because under Puritan law, women are, they don't have a lot of rights. I mean, they don't really have a purpose besides bearing children. They aren't allowed to read or learn or, you know, work unless it's in the home. Like, I mean, that's not a very fulfilling life. And so, you know, it's thought of that these girls were bored and were making up stories to entertain themselves and you know stirring up drama to give their life meaning but it got out of hand and so even though they're puritanical they did have a trial
1: Mm -hmm. and it's also
0: called the salem witch trial so we yeah we know there are some trials um
1: i mean it was like a local trial in like a church
0: (laughs) right yeah so (laughs) I feel like it was definitely the case of justice is not blind. It was, yeah. it was very biased.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like judge Judy was not in order.
0: When the two girls, Betty and Abigail came to like do their I
1: contortions.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but like their, their statements, I guess. Oh their yeah. Accusations, their statements. They, and it was um, more,
1: it was them too. And then there was some other girls as well. I don't know their names but there was also more girls that were like in on this scheme
0: yeah so this gaggle of girls came in accusing these other women the this, this
1: brothel of women this, brothel.
0: <laughs> this murder of crows yeah and of course so they're like oh my god here's here's our big performance, girls. It's opening Yo. night. So <laughs> they're on the stand, you know, doing their spasms and contortions and screaming and speaking tongues and everything. Yeah. And Tituba, did I say that right?
1: I think so, yeah. Tituba.
0: Um, confessed, but it's mostly said that it was kind of forced upon her and she was coerced into it. But she was like, yeah, I brought everything you said is right. And it may have just been out of fear or maybe not even really knowing the language or just like a whole confusion with that i read Um, that too
1: that she didn't really there's like speculation of why she confessed
0: right like does anybody
1: actually think she was a witch no but
0: i'd love for witches to be real they aren't
1: yeah (laughs) maybe she was thinking long term for reparations for her family
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's, she was like, my great-great-grandchildren <laughs> are going to be taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> but she also, I, I also feel like, because this next part, she also claimed that there were other witches acting alongside her. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, maybe she was like, you know what, I'm fed up with this. If I'm going down, I'm taking yalkers with me. <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm going down, I'm taking y'all gaggle <laughs> with me.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would too. Especially in the Big Brother house, I would honestly take everyone down with me too.
0: I feel like a part of it was like, yeah, being petty, which Mm -hmm. is understandable. I know. Um, So in the many months to come, people were just right and left accusing each other. It was like mob mentality groupthink, like any person that was different Spinster women, mentally ill women, women that were outspoken, people that were outside of the very suffocating rules of the Puritans were accused. Or if you just mm-hmm. have like a grudge against somebody, you just be like, you know what? They're a witch. Go get them. Very convenient.
1: <laughs> it was, yeah. And especially when you're white or the the daughter or niece of a minister, then you have a lot of power. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, and people
0: will just be like, oh she would never lie. She's so sweet and innocent. Yeah.
1: Look at her. She's been bewitched by tichupa. Tichupa.
0: <laughs> the local court system was overwhelmed with all of these accusations. So they mm-hmm. formed the special <laughs> blue oyster cult. What is this? <laughs> the oyster
1: <laughs> It sounds like the group of like the Goonies or what the Goonies call their group. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay it was, okay it was the oyer and terminer yeah <laughs> and they were the one who did the witchcraft cases yeah
1: so a new governor j- came in and he was like we need more judges on the stands we need more people on the jury just because the local courts were getting overwhelmed with all of the cases that were coming in of people being witches so he ordered new special courts the Oyer court just to hear the proceedings and then the Terminier courts to decide on the witchcraft cases.
0: So they were like organized so they could be efficient and murder as many as possible.
1: Yep, And they only did this in three different (laughs) counties in Massachusetts. I forget what they were, but I'm pretty sure they're on like the Eastern part of Massachusetts, like Boston, Salem, like up the coast. And that's where majority of the proceedings took place.
0: It was 19 people died and then mm-hmm. five died in custody and never saw a trial
1: okay so that's where we see the very first woman that was convicted of being a witch was bridget bishop she was convicted of witchcraft and was hanged eight days later at the gallows hill in salem town so it's actually where salem is is where the courts were hanging these women mm-hmm. which is why it's so famous today And I'm pretty sure you can still see the area, Gallows Hill, and you can, like, see what it looks like and everything. I don't know. I don't know if we saw it. I don't remember seeing it. Do you?
0: Well, I went on a tour when I was there last, and you can't actually go there. You can only see it from a distance of, like, the hill.
1: I wonder if it's haunted.
0: Maybe that's why they don't let people go there.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'd love to go there at night. Oh, my God. (laughs) So after Bridget passed away and was hanged, five more women died in July. Another five died in August and eight more died in September. And then as like Megan said, five more um, women died in jail that were being accused of being witches, which I'm guessing the conditions in the prison was the best. Because why do five people die, you know, coincidentally, all being tried for the same thing?
0: yeah and it's not like nowadays when you're in jail you know awaiting your death sentence or you're in jail in prison and it's been 50 years and you die of old age like
1: yeah so that's <laughs> out so, odd. Yeah. Odd as well and then one of the men that passed away was giles Corey, which i specifically remember him from the crucible
0: <laughs> oh my god giles Corey is king <laughs> i love him when i went to salem as a kid he was like and we did a tour he was like the one guy i remember because the way he went was so epic. Yeah. So, unlike the ones that were hanged, he was pressed to death by stones. So, they like put a board on him and
1: mm-hmm. then were just
0: putting stones on him. And as they were saying it, they were like, um, All right, confess, or Have you had enough? And every time he would just say, More weight. Yep. He was like, I'm going out a hero. <laughs> and so, that's why I love Giles Corey.
1: Yep. <laughs> I remember that. And then, eventually, in in October of 1692. So again, this started in January with the two witches, the beaches, the two beaches, mm-hmm. the minister's daughter and niece. And then here we are in October and governor Phipps, the new governor who made the courts already dissolved the courts. So it took him 10 months to get rid of the courts, the ones that he just made. Yeah. Um, and this was primarily due to dissatisfaction with most like public opinion of what was going on so i don't know if like were the carrier pigeons just not getting the word around that witches were being tried in massachusetts or what
0: (laughs) like yeah but people started to turn on the idea and probably were like this is a police state this is insane yeah stuff and one of the things was nowadays it sounds crazy but one of the main points of evidence that they used was spectral evidence Hmm. which is people's testimony that a dream occurred that or a vision let them know that these people are witches or that a ghost or demon or something appeared to them and told yeah. them that these people are witches. And they use that as actual evidence against the women and Giles being tried.
1: <laughs> That's so, yeah. Cause it's like, how do you prove you're not a witch? You know? Oh, it's
0: it's like that old test where you know they drown them in the in the river, and mm. if they survive, they're witches. If they die, they're not witches. And the yeah. reward was like, oh, well, then you'll be exonerated in your death. And it's like, either way, I'm dying. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and then in uh, 1697, so five years later, the Massachusetts General Courts declared a day of fasting for the tragedy of the trials. Which, what does fasting have to do with? remembering the death of women being accused of witches.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It can't be a moment of silence.
1: Yeah. Are you just like not eating and thinking about the women that passed away? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe they weren't allowed to eat in jail. That's why so many of them died in jail. I don't oh know.
1: my God. I'm glad we don't do that for nine 11. Imagine if like, <laughs> everyone just fasted for nine 11. Like why, why am I doing this?
0: I would be so hungry. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the trials were deemed unlawful which makes sense and then massachusetts legislation restoring the good names of the condemned and providing financial restitution to their heiresses in 1711 so i mean it took some time how many years another 14 years for the families of the women that were convicted of being witches to get some some mooney
0: Oh, yeah. So I, I wrote a couple of things that like I felt like were interesting tidbits. Nathaniel Hawthorne was actually related to John Hawthorne, who was one of the judges. But he added the W in his name because he was ashamed of his family ancestry involvement. So <laughs> the mean, guy that re- the Scarlet Letter was related to one of the judges.
1: That's sounded a good look. I heard a lot of the judges like came back and were like, yeah, that was messed up. We shouldn't have done that.
0: Yeah, but we did it anyway. We did it at least 19
1: times. (laughs) Okay, Fear Street, I think, is a really good representation of the Salem West Trials.
0: I agree. That's why I put it here. Even though the date doesn't make sense because it's Fear Street. And then we're talking about part three of the Netflix trilogy. So spoiler alert. Yeah. It's 1666. And I feel like they did that just to have 666, even though this (laughs) didn't happen until the 1690s.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They were close, though, close enough.
0: Mm -hmm. So pretty much Sarah, throughout decades and hundreds of years, the legend was that Sarah Fear was a witch, but she wasn't, like, the bad person. Everyone else was for believing she was a witch. Yeah. Because she was different. Like, she worked out in the fields and all this, and she was a lesbian lover with (laughs) the minister's daughter. Mm -hmm. So everyone was like, oh, she's... You know, she's the, the daughter. She bewitched her. You know, she's different. Yeah. But yeah, that was like the representation of like the reason why this this all like occurred was because people that are different are scary.
1: I mean, yeah. During the 1600s, any ounce of different, you were blamed for being a witch.
0: Well, and just like the pure amount of uneducated people, just because we literally didn't have that knowledge. Everyone was like, yeah, Satan's real. Satan's Mm -hmm. here like I also think about that movie with Anya Taylor-Joy who is the most beautiful one on this planet (laughs) the witch and it's kind of like I've heard of that oh it's so good and that's the they so deeply believe that the Bible is true and that all the demons and everything in it are true
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: that it's just it, that's reality for them like spectral yep. evidence makes total sense because yeah of course like you know Mary saw a vision of Gabriel that told her she was gonna have Jesus so yeah of course <sighs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying well also I learned all this from Midnight Mass as well so <laughs> just like in Midnight Mass I can explain anything away with a verse from the Bible
1: <laughs> and then the other iconic is the crucible mm-hmm which I feel like why did I read that in school?
0: I it's f- a classic.
1: Is it really? Like yeah. I don't know. The like playwright- this seems a little bit heavy for <laughs> like I remember watching this this in school and I'm like, what's going on? Like I didn't even know what was happening. Like we're reading a book about witches and like these girls contorting their bodies in this court and blaming a black woman i don't know it felt like a bit much
0: <laughs> like maybe it'd be powerful more powerful for an audience that isn't like a bunch of teenagers that you know don't have any life experience
1: i don't know but did, well, they made a couple versions of it the movie like there's oh, an yeah. old one from like the 70s then there's like ones in the 2000 there's one like in the 2014s
0: i should see because honestly i mean i know like the basis of the story but i've never actually read it yeah so That's maybe that'll good. be my next Halloween
1: go-to. Wow, you mean I read I mean I listened to the book and you didn't?
0: <laughs> no, I oh haven't. God. I know. I call myself a thespian. Oh
1: you know who's gonna contact you after this episode. But she contacted me after one of the episodes and was like, You haven't read this book? What's wrong with you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. <clears throat> Okay, so here's my other one that it may be a stretch, but I'm relating to like the Salem witch hysteria about like the boredom of the girls and why they felt they need to concoct this story. And yeah. so I've been watching a lot of these TikTok trends of like faking mental illness. And the big one right now is Tourette's and disassociative identity disorder. Oh, yeah. So the one where you have like multiple personalities and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And Just the way that they contort, this is what reminded me, the way they contort their bodies and like start shouting and it's like they're possessed, but they're doing it not because they can't help themselves, but because they want attention. Yeah. And I relate that to what Betty, Paris, and Abigail Williams did. Like, you know, these teenagers for the past two years of their lives, they've been cooped up. You know, mm-hmm. social media and everything has shortened our intention spans to the point where people can't even watch, like, full movies anymore. Like, know. just all this stuff. And it's like, oh, my God, we're back in 1692 where the teenagers are, like, so bored that they're pretending <laughs> that they're practically possessed. Like, yeah. the 21st century version of being possessed. It's just, like, I thought that was really interesting. Any thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it's so funny, like, the relations between the two because controversy sells. You yeah. know, it worked in 1692 for Abigail and Betty, and here we are on TikTok. You know, faking Tourette's, getting the views, getting the follows, and then five years later, you just apologize for all your controversies and you move on. Look at Olivia Jade.
0: <laughs> yeah, think about it. They are looking for clout. Betty Paris and Abigail Williams. How many years later? Right. What four hundred years, and we're still talking about them? I, like. Yeah. <laughs> They're the queens of clout, I gotta say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they really did that.
0: <laughs> they did that before anybody. Before any Instagram influencer. Yep. Betty Paris and Abigail Williams was out there. <laughs> hitting the streets. Pounding the pavement.
1: <laughs> Alrighty, you guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Crime on Tap. It was a quick little synopsis of the Salem Witch Trials. I'm sure most of you know more about it, but we just wanted to give a little quick little rundown of what happened in our neighboring town, Salem. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I love Salem.
1: Yeah, if you guys are ever around the area, definitely, I mean, skip Boston and go to Salem. especially. I would now. agree. <laughs> especially in October. Like, it is so witchy. It's like Hocus Pocus vibes out there. Oh, that's another movie that was based on the, the Salem Witch Trials, just Hocus Pocus.
0: Oh, yeah, they even shot on location in some places, too. Yeah,
1: they shot mm-hmm. over in Salem. But, oh, also, I forgot to give a little recap in the beginning uh, I saw the new Halloween Kills movie oh you okay. mean what's um, your verdict so here's my verdict I'm gonna give it a b minus it was Ooh. good I personally just really enjoyed the Michael Myers series but I was kind of bored Aww. <laughs> and I'm not enjoying how the storyline is going because I can kind of see how it's gonna because there's I think I believe there's one more movie after this and I'm not really liking the direction it's going <laughs>
0: I feel like it's at its best when it's like it's the same formula and they're not trying to tell an overarching narrative yeah kind of like a sitcom like a sitcom episode like there's a, there's not usually an overarching narrative it's like a one situation thing mm-hmm. with characters you love and you laugh and then it's not necessarily connected to the next thing yeah. it's just Michael Myers killing a bunch of teenagers again like I feel like why we got to make it something else
1: i i mean i'm with jamie it's been 40 years and he's still not dead what's it gonna take yeah <laughs> like goddamn. Jamie's damn, jamie. tired jamie's <laughs> tired her hair is a mess she looks <laughs> like shit like goddamn put some makeup on her at least she's old she's still doing these these effing movies for you you know like just put michael to rest god
0: at least put jamie to rest oh my I god know.
1: <laughs> oh she's still kicking but that's my rating it's a b minus i was a little bored the killings were gruesome and i loved them really gory loved it but it's just the story the direction it's going in you know we started in like the 70s here and it was iconic and now you know they're trying to like finish it off and i'm not really liking where it's going
0: or they could just like come up with something new but you know hollywood doesn't want to do that
1: so. i know it's so interesting because I was thinking about this, how, like, most series don't – are not dragged on this long. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, they're not trying to plan a movie 40 years in the future. You know, usually it's, like, The Hunger Games where it's, like, a book. Like, the you already know how it's going to end. So, like, the movies are, like, based around the book. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is just, like – I don't know who's in the writing. Who, who's, like, writing these. But that's my little synopsis of Halloween Kills. I mean, definitely go see it. It puts you in a spooky – I mean, you have to see it. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a
1: classic. You have to, I mean, at this point, we just got to watch how it's going to end.
0: Right. And that's what they're banking on.
1: That's what they're banking on. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But already, you guys, we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. My little synopsis of Halloween Kills. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Megan, our new social media manager, has been over there posting. So get on over there and keep keep up with the latest of Crime on Tap.
0: Mm-hmm. and also make sure to listen to us on all major streaming platforms like spotify apple podbean and the other ones yes share with your family and friends oh do the poll do the poll oh. on spotify oh.
1: guys don't forget to do the poll
0: <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time yeah. where, where crime, crime is always, is always on, on top. <laughs> it's spooky.
1: spooky season.